fellow authors, I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of Short Nonfiction for Authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author Podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you forge a career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively and get comfortable promoting your books at www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. Authors. I hope you're all keeping well in whatever part of the world you reside and listen to the podcast in. Today's interview is with Dr. Aparna Barua on women leading the way. And I chat to Dr. Barua on reflection, self-respect, time to write, her books and more. So in my author adventure this week, it's been a relatively slow one. I have received some lovely feedback from my Squibby Critique friends regarding the quirky little picture book I was writing. At this stage, I'm not sure what I want to do with it. I really like it. I had fun writing it and I've had others look at it. And now I just don't feel ready to kind of put it out there and run the gauntlet. I do plan on having this one traditionally published, but throwing it out there to the traditional publishing piranha houses at this point, I'm just not sure. That could be because, you know, I've recently had a couple of rejections for another work or I'm not sure. I think it's because it's just so time consuming to sit down and, uh, you know, write, submit work. It takes a lot. We'll see. I'll probably sit down and do a plan of action for the work because it is quite unique. It's quite quirky, funny, which is, is seems to be my picture book style. <laughs> so if you are a traditional publisher that's listening to the podcast and that sounds like your style of book, get in touch with me. <laughs> but besides that, not so much. I am still working away on my women's fiction. And my non-fiction books are still available for sale. You can discover all at the Hybrid Author website, hybridauthor.com.au. In caravan plans, the reason we set off on this trip was because of, not well, one of the reasons was, you know, not knowing what's around the corner in life. We lost three good friends uh, to various circumstances last year. And uh, that was one of the main reasons that kicked us into gear to just bite the bullet and get in and go out there and, and do this trip. But uh, unfortunately, we have actually had to come back to Perth for personal reasons. Uh, so I'm sitting back at my parents' house and it's raining outside and cold but it is a nice change from the sweat of Darwin. So I, I am really happy to be back, obviously earlier than planned at this moment, but it's nice to, uh, it feels like we've been gone a long time actually, and it's just nice to be back, obviously with familiar surroundings and uh, I appreciate this time of year and nice to see family and friends again. So if you love the podcast or any of the episodes has helped you further in your author career, you can now pay it forward by buying me a coffee over at buymeacoffee.com slash the hybrid author. Let's all support each other. Dr. Aparna Barua is a doctor, musician, author, life coach, and philanthropist. She is passionate about inspiring and empowering others and believes that everyone has the potential to live a fulfilling and happy life. 
She is an author in the powerful anthology Women Leading the Way, where her chapter highlights her resilience as a migrant working mother with an ascending career, pursuing her creative freedom and passions. Welcome to the Hybrid Author Podcast, Aparna. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you so much. And thank you. I'm deeply grateful for that kind introduction. Thank Uh, you. We are grateful to have you on and we're really looking forward to finding out, you know, how did you come to be an author and and get yourself in this wonderful anthology? So my uh, journey as an author was totally unplanned and spontaneous. I've always had a creative set of mind and loved journaling and reading. And I have a curious mindset, but I spontaneously took up in writing stories in Jan 2020 whilst attending a wedding in India. A stranger, a caretaker of the guest house where we were put up in the foothills of the Himalayas, his warmth touched my soul. He emulated the emotions of love, kindness, compassion and simplicity. I quickly penned down my interactions with him in my journal and read it out to my hubby and my boys. They all felt it was a really good short story and had that feel-good factor. So my first book, Forget Me Not, a collection of deeply emotional short stories, was born. At the same time, this is, I'm talking about last year, I got this wonderful opportunity to be a part of this phenomenal anthology called Women Leading the Way. The title resonated with with me for two reasons. Firstly, I believe that women are always and have been leading the way and there's nothing new about it. And secondly, I wanted to share a message inside me that the world needs to hear. I wanted to share what's already available to me. Maybe it could be a solution to the problems which someone else is facing. Maybe I will miss out on empowering another woman who is in the same journey. And finally, I strongly believe that until we share stories and we weave it into this tapestry of sisterhood to support, enhance and inspire each other, we can never win. So that's how I started pinning down my journey of self-discovery. And that's how my essay in Demystifying My Life is a chapter in women's leading women leading the way and that's how it all happened wow that's very different <laughs> oh wow incredibly inspiring for one and yeah very spiritual on another you never did any writing or anything as, as a child or nothing like that it was just this just, experience just, you know, just, yeah no it's just just journaling and just having an interest in creative arts and literature and reading a fair bit, uh, you know, that's about it. And just having, I, I, I always had a spiritual bent of mind, I have to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. The journal, <laughs> and I, the journal which I read about is usually self-help, self-development, and I'm committed to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, and I think um, that's where most sort of stories and connection comes from is, is like you said, sharing the message within us and um, connecting with another person for sure. Absolutely. Well, please tell us a bit more about Women Leading the Way in this anthology. You know, how how did you did you get contacted to be a part of that? Or was that something you you applied for or and uh, yeah, tell us about your chapter as well. It came out spontaneously when I said by publisher, Uh, Karen McDermott or KMD Books was the publisher of my first book, Forget Me Not. And she immediately approached after, you know, after we came to know each other through the first book, I guess. 
Women Changing the World Press was the uh, publisher of the second book, Women Leading the Way. And they approached me and I didn't take, I normally, Joe, this is very funny. If it resonates with me, I take a split second to make a decision. And then I believe that I'll work it out, how things will work out. So that's how I think, and that should be a message for everybody, really. Grab the opportunity first. I think there was a very famous person who had mentioned this. I can't remember. I can't quote you on this. That Grab the opportunity first, and then we'll work out how, how it works. So that was exactly when they approached me, you know, would you want to be a part of this anthology? This is, I thought this was just, you know, I, I was extremely grateful and humbled. Those are the two words which resonated with me, that if I could share a little bit of my journey, yes. That's amazing. Have you had a lot of feedback from other women who've read this anthology maybe and it's it's resonated, your chapters kind of help them lead the way or step into power or some, make some sort of change within their life? Absolutely, yes. My biggest fans are my family and my friends and the community in which I live. I think I'm ex- and I've always been very open and vulnerable. And I share my stories and my life journey. And I think that is a strength. You know, vulnerability is a strength. It's a, it's a sign of courage. Now, how I want to frame this is that, and how the chapter evolved, is women are warriors. And we lead with a strength which is unexplained. Now, we have to tap within that inner light or spark, which is universally present within all of us. No one has a bright or a weaker inner light or spark. And that's the area of pure potential, which we need to tap in. And for this, we have to become self-aware. The way we can do it is self-reflection, engaging with a dialogue with oneself. And the most important thing which I've learned from my life experiences is that how we perceive ourselves is directly correlated to the quality of our lives, be it the relations we have, be it the work which we do or the creative facets which we explore. We all talk about self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, but I think the most fundamental ingredient is self-respect. High self-respect is not ego or I'm the best. Respect means I understand myself. I know who I am and I like who I am. It's the root of self-love, self-care, confidence and self-belief. So once we reflect on what we respect about ourselves and then start internalizing it, we learn how to feel and perceive ourselves in that positive light. And this allows us to challenge ourselves, be kind and compassionate to ourselves. And this is growth. Personally, I think talking to ourselves at the mindset of self-respect allows us to initiate powerful actions. And then we have a journey of awareness to actions, not what others think or perceive about us. Our actions and our thoughts are aligned in who we want to be. And this, for me, is stepping into power. Wow. Um, I was absolutely hooked there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually, I, I guess that's absolutely great because I haven't actually heard of it being put that way, I suppose. I, I hear a lot about self-love, like you said, and self-worth and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, self-respect should be number one for sure. And with the mm-hmm. self-reflection, is this, 
Is this something that's done over time, a period of time, or just at your own pace? It's a process, Joe. So as I said, I always have journaled. So either it's a gratitude diary or just reflecting on how far have I come across or recognizing that what I have today is maybe what I once dreamed of and then recognizing we have so much to offer. So it's a process. Yes, it's self-awareness. And obviously, there are a few habits which I've imbibed during the process. And I cannot men- not mention meditation and, you know, journaling as the biggest of them. Mm, no, that's that's good to know. Especially myself, someone who has a hand in a lot of different things and and Mm. you can sometimes be so busy and so caught up that you don't actually look back or reflect and you bypass all the things that you maybe were achieving and you don't reflect on where you are. Like I definitely am an offender of that for sure. With this podcast, actually, I do a lot more reflecting, which is good. It's a a good thing to, to look back and be like, oh, you know, you have come this far rather than just firing on ahead. And there you go, Joe, you have the awareness and that's the half of the job done. Getting there. Awareness is. Yeah. We all are. We all are work in progress. Yeah. And and do you apply this self-respect and this reflection to all aspects of your life or is it just from a career perspective or from a parenting one? No, I think I do it in, you know, in all aspects of my life. I think life is also interwoven and intertwined that, you know, if you reflect in a area of, you can't compartmentalize. It has a ripple effect on all the other areas of your life. So, you know, it's it's wholesome. It's whole. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it merges beautifully. When you reflect on one aspect, you will find that all the other aspects of your life are quite intertwined. Yeah, well, you have many aspects of your your life. As we heard from your bio, you have multiple diverse interests. You're also, you know, many careers and a mother as well. How have you managed to fit all of your writing in uh, around all this? It's it's something parents and I know parents in general, not just mothers, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to do it all. And sometimes it can be hard. How have you managed to to do everything? That's a good one, because uh, the words which are coming out of me is discipline discipline and discipline i have a fairly routine life and i have imbibed habits which create space for me and us as a family to do things which means to us and add value to our lives and striving to get a work-life balance is challenging and it's a process so i am focused on what i can do better every day just a little bit just to fit in my upteen interests, you know, from my music to my writing to spending quality time with my family and friends. Writing, particularly, I have to talk about writing since we are in this author podcast. Writing for me is a space of spontaneity, which I think I do it on the run since I know no different. I have two teenage boys at home, a very busy husband, and my rather demanding work. So I think I've learned to space myself in between all this. I have a few special corners at home where I do sit and write. And I think uh, if I don't mention that without the support and encouragement of my husband, my boys and my friends, 
I don't think it would have been possible. Oh, wow. And it sounds like, you know, it's obviously a passion, all these areas in your life. So you want to do these things. You want to do them well. They bring you joy as well. So it's not a a hard slog. (laughs) No, it's it's just joy and fulfillment. Yeah, that's it. Well, yes. What advice or messages do you have for other women, you know, who want to succeed in writing and just in the world as a woman? So a loaded question, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Not not at all. You know, the way I would put it is I'll break it up in two. So for the wannabe writers and, um, you know, authors, I would say that it's the possibility of a dream come true, which makes life interesting. And there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to be achieved. And that is the fear of failure. So just dream, yearn and move on. And for general women, you know, or anybody who's listening, I think this was a message to my younger self. So I have to mention this. Let's see the beauty in being imperfect. See how much you can explore in life by being imperfect. See how much joy and fulfillment it brings if you don't run after the illusion of perfect. And just look at nature and see the grandeur of imperfections. I think that really resonates with me. And that's the message which I want to share. Mm, And that's a beautiful message as well. Uh, Certainly, I'm looking at nature every day on this caravan trip and enjoying it, the different um, sites as well. It's uh, it's been incredible. But that is a a very powerful and incredible message. So thank you, Aparna. What can we expect? Yeah, what can we expect for you in the future? You know, you've you've got Forget Me Not and obviously Women Leading the Way. Are you, do you have a hand in another book or another anthology? Is that on the cards or? Yes, it is. And you're absolutely right. I am writing the next chapter in another anthology and this will have a totally different style of writing. And I'm already, uh, I've started work on it. And uh, I already have the seed for my next book as well. So I'm also planning a book tour in India, my homeland. And I hope to connect with the land and people in a different light, sharing stories of love and gratitude from my first book, Forget Me Not, to just help bring back that positivity, some positivity or feel-good factor and the connections that we lost in the world after COVID in 2020. Mm. And apart from writing, my new adventure, I have to mention this quickly, is that I am a professionally qualified life coach, and I'm soon starting my coaching business as a transformation and mindset coach, which is again aligned to my purpose of serving in or contributing in whichever way I can. Absolutely. And in that new, wow, well done. In this new coaching, life coaching, um, does writing come into that? Is, is that an exercise that you, with the mindset and things like that for people? Or? It, it does. It, it, it's not that it it is a part of coaching, but journaling or self-reflection. Yeah. And a lot of people do tend to write their thoughts. And uh, that's how, you know, it's related with yeah. with coaching. But yeah. it's not a necessary component. Oh, well, I'm glad you said that's at least one thing we incorporate every single day into our homeschool. I've got two daughters, 11 and 8. And uh, yeah, the journaling every day is something that they 
they do even if they want to do a picture or one word or you can see that they're frustrated just like write it down write it down in that journal because we can't really escape each other in this caravan so I'm glad they've got a little page for themselves a little book to to you know get their thoughts out on there so and their bike if they want to shoot off (laughs) absolutely yeah that's innate freedom hey you're spending this amazing time yeah and that's freedom isn't it it is definitely freedom. It's uh, it's a lot of things. It's been very hard. I have to say we're at the, uh, I think we're at the eight to 10 week mark. And we I feel like we're finally turning a corner at last. Um, yeah, we've adjusted anyway, and the kids have as well. So it makes, makes it a bit easier. <laughs> but yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time and expertise, Aparna. It's been absolutely amazing. And uh, myself and my listeners, we'd love to know where can we go out and find your books and, and yourself and, and all the life coaching and everything? Uh, so the way you can get in touch with me is uh, in social media. So I'm very much there. So at Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, again, as Dr. Aparna Barua. And you can find my books in KMD Books, and that's my landing page. And uh, it's all over, you know, in all the global platforms. So from Amazon to, um, I think, um, it, it's been sold worldwide. So Women Changing the World Press as well. So, yes, Amazing. you can grab me. Yeah. And I write about my coaching stuff in LinkedIn, most likely, when I start, formally start the business. And so you can get in touch with me. Yeah, that's amazing. I love LinkedIn, I've got to say. I'm, I'm loving it even more each day. It's a, it's a good fu- mm-hmm. vibe on there, isn't it, out of the socials? Mm-hmm. It is, it is. Yeah, it well, is. thank you so much, Aparna. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, Joanne. And I absolutely had a great time chatting with you as if I've met you so many, you know, I'm, I'm just an old friend of yours. Yeah. It was absolutely a pleasure. Thank you so much, and I'm deeply grateful. So there you have it, folks, the inspirational advice of a truly remarkable woman who certainly is leading the way in every aspect of her life, Dr. Aparna Barua. Watch out for her future books. And of course, you can discover Women Leading the Way and her other works available now. Next time on the Hybrid Author Podcast, we have Writing Metaphor with children's author Molly Fernandez. I wish you well in your author adventure this next week. That's it from me. Bye for now. That's the end for now, authors. I hope you are further forward in your author adventure after listening, and I hope you'll listen next time. Remember to head on over to the Hybrid Author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass. It's bye for now.